Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. show where I was like that fucking bitch <laughs> I'm just recording my podcast my podcast um, if anyone cares um, to Noah my tour my tour my podcast Jenny my merch just happens to come along <laughs> my assistant <laughs> it's so funny when you say that yeah. my podcast like, Excuse, yeah, like, my sisters do it they're like and my mom I'm like oh, my mom yeah me and Louis always are like you'll say by accident I'll, I'll be telling Louis a story and I'm like and then my dad came in and Louis's like what do you mean your dad and you're like he is mine he's yes mine. he's yours too but you he's moved mine. away to Canada for years so he's just my dad now I know I used to always say that to my sisters like I mean I was on my own for a while like, I've known them longer yeah I'm like it's random I've known mom and dad 30 years you 27 yeah god those two years were brilliant before you came along I can't believe I'm I'm actually nearly 30 now I know it's so fun being thirty, hun. I know I'm. I'm excited for thirty. Don't get me wrong. I think thirty is very. Sexy I was age. so ready for thirty. I'm ready for thirty, but it's just mad because what I do. So my birthday's in November, end of the year. Mm-hmm. So around this time in the year, June ish, I start to ref, ref, refer refer reflect. Ref, no, I start to like refer to myself as the age I'm turning, so that I get accustomed to it. Oh, okay. You're like so. I'm, I'm like I'm thirty. I'm thirty. I'm thirty. I'm thirty. I'm thirty. I'm thirty. I'm a 30-year-old girl. So it just, it helps me transition mm-hmm. into them being 30. Just, okay. and this is just a tip for okay. everyone out there. A few months before your birthday, just start to kind of be like, okay, play with the age. See, I never really think about my age. I do. I don't care. I, I'll forget my age. Mm. Usually if someone asks me my age, the person I'm with answers. <laughs> like my sister's like, she's 32. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. I just don't really think about it. I guess it's because you have stuff, like you have two kids, you have a house. Yeah. You know that way. And like, there's nothing you also, for me. You, you don't, apart from this year, I was always in like an office environment, you know, and you're mm. meeting people who are like, I'm 26 and I'm on, you know, I'm on 70 grand a year. And you're like, oh, you know, yeah. that way. So you're, when you're kind of up against it more, I always feel like, oh, and I'm always, I'm still one of those people, I get like shook when I find out people's age. I think everyone's my age. Everyone I meet, I'm like, they're 29, 30, 29, 30. I've done that. For my whole life. And then someone's like, oh, they're 22. I'm like, I know there's what? a lot of people kind of hanging around our areas right now. Like, you know, the places we got to eat, drink, party. And it's like, oh, you're literally 12 years younger than me. What the fuck? I feel like a freak. But yes, I am still going to hang out with you. Like I was around, I can't remember who the fuck it was, talking to someone the other day. And um, 
I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But they referred to being born in 2000. Yeah, that's mental. <laughs> and I thought it was a joke. I was like, ah, ah. Because in my mind, it's still the year You're 2000. You're five years old. Oh, yeah. I know, yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, you were just born this year. <laughs> I know, you're like, go little baby. And no, it's 2000. You're 19. You're in the club. I know. With me. James Charles, like, he is like a 2000s. And it's like, what? It's free. It's like, disgusting. for me, okay, so we're, I was at Spice Girls. Yeah. Great, on great Friday. Segue. Yeah, we were going to talk about <laughs> segue. this. So. Segway. <laughs> Um, so yeah I was at Spice Girls So I was How'd you find it? Okay How'd I find it? It was An iconic moment in history for me Apparently they started off Their first ever world tour In Dublin So that's why they mm. opened it And it was just like I mean for me They were only ran For like a short amount of years It's like two or three Wasn't it? When yeah. they were massive When they were like girl power like And it was just The most amazing thing Which was like They burst onto the scene mm. They looked deadly They were the most Like they were the biggest gal band ever. They were so cool back in the day. So fucking cool. Like they had the movie, they had their Pepsi cans, they had their impulse spray. Oh, yeah. They were everywhere and everyone had their Spice, Spice Girl. Girl. Like in school, like we went to Spice Girl themes party. Who were you? Which Spice Girl? Um were you? I because I was quite sallow would be scary. But I toyed between <laughs> scary and sporty. I was sporty. Were you? Yeah, Sporty Spice. So we had, see, there was this girl in my year, in my year, in my class called Nora. And Nora had a sleek black bob, so. Oh. Posh. See, now, in my older years, I think I'm posh. I think I'm still sporty. I think I'm posh because I love designership. Mm. And I'm obsessed with clothes and stuff. And I'm a bit like, eh, eh, eh. Maybe, maybe. But, so, um, no, I think you're scary. <laughs> why? Because I'm a scary girl? You're just a bit mental. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm probably a mix. I think you're more, I don't, I wouldn't I'm a bit of a spice Posh to me is like, gal. is kind of. Throwing her nose up in the air. I wouldn't want to be around posh. I wouldn't hang out if you were posh on. Okay, okay. I think scary. That's my gal. That's my kind of gal. She was the best. Oh, Mel yeah. B was deadly on Friday. She oh, was, she? was like, I just love her fucking accent. It's mm. that where is she from? That kind of northern, isn't she? Yeah, deadly accent. She was just the most kind of came across the most youthful. She was like okay, bopping around the stage. She looked like scary. Like yeah. she looked like the nineties scary. Oh, like no she way. had the big Afro wig. Like her leopard print. Like Jerry, you fucking boring bitch. Like Jerry is now turned into posh. Mm. Jerry was like a wet fucking blanket to me. She's got married to this really rich dude. She has children. She bakes. Yeah, she's Jerry Horner now. Mm. Like, so she was not her usual self. Like in Spice Girls, she was the one who was like flirting with Prince Charles when they went to meet Prince Charles. Like that was an iconic moment. Like she was like the flirty kind of vampy one. She was a bit older, a bit like love fucking smoking. Yeah, like yeah, that kind yeah, of one. yeah, yeah. And the cheeky, sexy, slutty one. Loved I remember it. there was a whole thing because like, I remember my cousin saying to me, because it was obviously like baby spice, posh spice, sporty spice, scary spice and ginger spice. But then someone was like, do you know what the else they call ginger spice? Sexy spice. And oh. I was like, what? 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 Yes, <laughs> but she was the little sex pop. Yeah, she was like the boobs, the Union Jack dress. Yeah. She actually looked older back in the day than yeah. she does now. She's kind of like, she's not as ginger. She's I very her like, blonde stripes in her hair. It's so cute. Oh, I know. She was so cool. Where they she made her was like, like drinking in... tea on stage. Ugh. And she was wearing random like Disney princess kind of clothes. Oh. Like she was just a bit like. I thought Mel C looked deadly. I like Mel her. C looked She looked deadly. kind of like she was like a kind of street fighter. Like yeah. that, that video game. Yeah. So cool. She looked deadly and she had like the abs mm. and she was still like. 
quite like she's got a good voice too yeah she has an iconic voice yeah yeah and um baby baby was a bit boring to me she had nice pink wash in her hair which i fucked with but like she's beautiful like she looks great but she always was my least favorite i loved baby i was so jealous of my friend carla she was always baby Mm. blonde 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 and i was like i just because the movie she had the swing in the oh that was sick yeah in the van see maybe this is where my blonde complex came from Maybe it was baby spice. Maybe that rooted some sort of deep seething jealousy. Clothes. Like she had the cute little baby doll dresses with the big, huge platforms, the hair yeah. and pigtails. I think I always, I don't know, I wasn't, I was drawn to posh style wise. Yeah. And I loved her little like cami dresses. <laughs> now we still do. Now we still do. And I loved Sporty Spice. I thought Sporty she was, was cool. so cool. Like I, Sporty Spice's gold tooth was a whole entire mood. And there's the the washboard abs, the low slung kind of kappa pants. Like she just everyone and the was big dressing high like pony. That. Yeah, like pulled back hair. So everyone cool. was dressing like that. People still dress like that. Well, she now it's for... made a massive comeback. Yeah, in the past exactly. Few years. But um, it was so. I've not been to a gig with like I mean you went into the arena first of all it was like so hard to even get into the oh damn my arena. God, yeah. And Croker, but like. I just walked into the pitch and I was like, oh my God, like I've <laughs> never seen that many people. Like, Do you know my mind immediately goes to, which is so bad. I know, Ariana. I'm like, terrorist attack. I know, terrorist if attack, I was like, if I, I was a fucking bomber, perfect place for I hated women. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> They're all in the fucking croak park. Oh my God. I Yeah, I was like, fuck this. I was glad I was in the pitch because I just straight down, I just flap, you know, life lap. Mm. But like I mean You don't want to be thinking Trampled that. Oh, god. oh god Anyway sorry I know, I know. But that is Of course just, you just, think of that My mind immediately get, When I Like I mean I'm like that When I'm in New York On the subway I'm like ha, Imagine someone had a bomb in here Ha ha oh, I know I know I'm Especially like I feel it like in say Even in a small gig Like Oh yeah The bloody academy I'm Well like, I'm oh, thinking of god. the Paris one Same And I'm like the Oh god It's so horrific I just think it goes through Everyone's mind it After those two Because they were to. just so huge And horrendous um, but yeah, the sound was fucked, definitely. Yeah, that was a big complaint, wasn't it? Everyone was saying like the sound was terrible. It was like just not booming. Like you could kind of talk pretty fine to everyone. You know, you weren't like wow, wow, wow. Bless you. Oh God, sorry. <laughs> that just came on me. I just like, came on myself. It was like a tenth of an orgasm. Mm. Oh, sorry, girls. <laughs> Lindsay's having a cool down in the corner. I'm all flushed. <laughs> Sorry, no, I think I'm annoyingly getting sick after Luna being sick. Oh, God. Anyway, Just what I need. That's another day's podcast. Yeah, but um, it was great. It was loads of fun and it was just such a night. I felt like it was a moment of history because, like, obviously... Oh, for sure. I'd never got to see them when I was a kid. They were such an integral part of my primary school. Yeah. Like, everyone loved them. Everyone had their Spice Girl. It bonded girls in such a way. And, um... Seeing them on stage was deadly, but it did just make me kind of be like, I wish I could have just seen them in the nineties. Yeah, when they actually were of so, the moment. It's mad. So my two memories of the Spice Girls. Number one memory was getting a Spice Girls T-shirt. Oh, sad. um, that I think it was in Duns. They had T-shirts, and mad. it was a black T-shirt, and it was like kind of a belly top. I had that one with we Spice yes. written, and it was like the dip. <laughs> The different spice yes, on each letter. Oh my god! Still Let's twinning. Twinning back in '97. I remember that T-shirt. I was. Oh uh, yeah, it was slightly cropped. Uh, slightly cropped. 
It was indoors. They had a random line in, and it was expensive because I remember my mom being like. I remember literally like pinning my mum. Like, need it. I would wear that with my bicycle shorts and like I just so had this cute. random. I have this memory of me wearing that with bicycle shorts, doing like flips over a bar, trying to be sporty, kind probably of like. trying to be sporty spice. Um, and that's a big memory. Like that T-shirt was I cher- I wish I saw fucking. I should have oh. like it's such a like and iconic. Spice Girl memorabilia goes for so much oh money. Oh my god! Now. Yeah, the memorabilia at the fucking concert was. Shit. Yeah, it's not cool. It was. It, it was, was just cool. Or back, back then, the they had cool merch. They had cool shit. And then my other memory was um, they had the Polaroid camera. Remember? No. They oh, had like yes. a Spice Girls Polaroid. It was like pink and purple. Oh, they had they had cool. D- and you always had that one fucking cousin whose auntie got everything for them. My mom was like, "It's too expensive." I'm like, oh. "I know." And then we also like obviously in primary school then we didn't even have a uniform so like we could just we all kind of would be dressing well how we thought that we were dressing like the Spice Girls yeah. and we would have our group and we would all line up and that song was at the moment stop right now thank you very much that was filmed in Stony yes in Stony so they have so many ties to Ireland know, it's so crazy and um, we all need to dance and like every day in Yard I must have been what year is that like 97, 98 right mm-hmm. so I was like 7 or 8 mad I was younger than Rilo that's weird crazy. but we would meet up and like we had our group and it was actually like random primary school shit where like there was like the a squad of the spice girls and there was the b squad i was in the a squad it was like me as sporty spice jenny and none of us were really friends jenny lee was baby spice she had blonde hair okay nora was posh alex troy was scary spice and then who else? Who's the other one? Is that all them? No, Ginger. Jerry, yeah. Ginger was kind of we could kind of swap her in and out. We didn't yeah, really have yeah. a Ginger, so I think my friend Maria was sometimes Ginger. But we would meet up every single day and perform. Stop right now. We would have it like day. Yeah. And then at Nora's eighth birthday party, we performed it. Oh wow! Okay. Huge moment. So they're my two big standout. And then obviously seeing the, the movie. The movie for me. The movie is fucking deadly. I really want to so rewatch good. that. And they actually um have turn the tour bus into an Airbnb you can go and stay in it Stop. now it looks totally different it's not like oh, but it looks dead yeah, but yeah, even yeah. just that would be such an iconic like Hindu so good for it's him it's not even that expensive but I'd say it'll be booked out to oh, fuck yeah, now it's gone now but um, an iconic memory for me was because me and my cousin bonded over Spice Girls we were obsessed with Spice Girls watching the movie every time we were sleeping over my hands <laughs> like loving it absolutely obsessed and um so I remember to become one came out and I was like <laughs> and she was like do you know what that means and I was like what she was like sex two people coming on becoming one and put <gasps> it on means a condom I was like what Does I was mean horrified put it on put it on cause I thought it was like put it on me isn't it like put the love on me that's what I thought well apparently it was for condoms and it was like safe sex Oh my god, really? When to become one, I need some love. And I remember thinking that, ooh, if you have sex, you're one. But you're molded together. And I remember my mum saying that because, like, obviously, in the Bible, that's in the Bible. Like, you know, you were joining, you were becoming one. Mm. And I was like, the fuck? Human centipede type shit. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to (laughs) be molded via our genitals. (laughs) Ew. So that was like my first, I was like, oh my God, my innocent little band are actually talking about safe sex and riding and molding genitals. Where did those big condoms? I mean, that's what I heard. Okay. Now, unless that was was just... Like, put it on me. I thought that too. But apparently it was, put it on, put Mm, it on. Good conspiracy though. I like it. And I mean, if you do, you know... Want a sexily child, a guy to put on a condom, maybe just 
put it on yeah I mean I guess there probably was a big push for like safe sex safe sex education in the 90s as well especially in the UK so and they were such an iconic band and then the second was when I was in primary school and we had these gates um, in yard that you could kind of like you know it was by a road so people would be walking up and down and they were doing a gig they were coming to perform in Dublin and there's the Grand Hotel in Manahide. And yes. I remember like there was like definitely fabricated rumours that they were staying in the Grand Hotel. <laughs> made by us because it was the only glam hotel that we knew yeah, like, up the road. They have to be, they have to be staying and there. And we were like hanging out of this <laughs> gate at Yard. And any posh car that would go by would be like, <laughs> ah, That's them! That has to be them! Fucking hell! Ah! It was like the thrill. It was so thrilling. Didn't even go, but like I loved if I'd gone to that gig. It was in the end the point wasn't it oh. I remember not being allowed I doubt I doubt I was allowed I'd say it was super expensive I'd say it sold out like that, that. and Boyzone Boyzone played like a year or two before and I remember my cousin got to go and I was apparently Boyzone only me. played a few months ago I never even heard of that yeah, but it's not the same as Stephen Gately god it's not no I fancied him he was my baby oh he was because he to me was that was Prince Eric yeah. as a human now Prince Eric huge fancy of mine oh right then I saw Stephen Gately and I was like Oh, hello, good sir. The floppy little the hair, the curtains. cheeky grin. Never fancied Ronan. Oh no, no offense. Wouldn't no, be my vibe. Maybe we knew that he was going to cheat. Oh, and we knew that Stephen Gately was a fucking angel. Angel. But then I remember when it came out that he was gay. It was like, oh my god, it's Stephen Gately. <laughs> yeah, so obvious. How didn't I know? How did I miss it? How did I miss it? So speaking of members, obviously Posh Spice wasn't there. Yeah. She's too big. It, it would completely fuck up her brand. Like she has. She's a, also just too fucking busy. Like she's like, oh, yeah. you just want to go back to the Spice Girls. Sorry, I'm actually running my own label, so kind of yeah. busy. All Jerry has to do is put down the oven mitts because all she does is bake on fucking <laughs> Instagram these days. Um, Mel B needed the money after the divorce and all the hell she's been through. The Mel last C few does years. fuck all. Mel C does fuck all. She doesn't do fucking. She even have kids. Or Apparently, anything. there's loads of tension. There's all this shit coming out in the media, and you don't know what's. Um, False or fabricated to garner some kind of attention yeah. for the gigs, but reminds me of Sex in the City. I think no smoke without fire. Yeah, I agree. And they were like, I think they became Spice Girls via the paper. They all just answered. Um, oh yeah, there was a calling, so, a yeah. casting call kind of thing. So and they, they were they never friends. friends. They were work like. And they, like, sure, Jerry left and all, and like that was a big I know. huge deal. And then she deal. brought out her own fucking music and, and shit. She had the eating disorder. Oh, I want one of those yoga kills top. I remember that was such oh, an iconic yes. moment for Jerry when she was found. Like she was paparazzi in that yoga kills top. It just says yoga kills, yoga kills. And mm. she was obsessed with yoga at the time. And she was like so racing. And wasn't she, she was in that fucking, the red string. Remember Madonna was in it. They all wore that red string. Oh, Kabbalah. Thing. Kabbalah. She was Kabbalah for a while, I think. And I remember I fucked with that. <laughs> of course you did. I got a little thrown. Now I didn't know what the hell, just fashion. Well, yogis fashion. also wear it. The yeah, red, red thread. I remember it was like a fashionable thing. Like I think Angelina Jolie rocked it at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, handy. I can be like a celeb. All I have to do, ma, red string, please. Britney had it, not. Oh, I know <laughs> that. And it was literally just red string around your. A red string with a little gold. It's meant to have a little gold thingy yeah. at the end of it, which is like, who oh, fuck? It's I Jewish randomly. So random. So random. But um, so that was an iconic, iconic time mm. of the nineties. It was just took over the fucking world. They are the quintessential nineties band. Like I, especially no when you're like in Europe. Yeah. Like you know the way like obviously like I think a lot of the time what I see is like younger people who maybe were like eight, nine and like 
the 2000s and stuff mm. when they think of the 90s they think of Britney Spears and I'm like yeah. no Britney Spears came out in 99 and like yeah. she was really only massive in like 2001 and she mm-hmm. was very 2000s like she was like millennium girl it was like yeah. the new face of pop music like even her style wasn't 90s it's millennium yeah it's very as two gals who came of age yeah, we've been this, in every era well when we came, when you born in the 80s 87 like yeah I'm 89 you know mm. so like the 90s was very much the Spice Girls like that is the style the buffaloes the platform shoes yeah. the like two little buns in your hair like the yeah. random glitter like even if you watch Spice World I, didn't, I watched it not long ago their makeup is random yeah you know like that way it's like pink blush pink blush and like a glitter eyeshadow with no Tiny brows eyebrows. done Nothing really done and like but, but like it was just ra- they just look so random but they look great but it, that, that is like 90s yeah but then like in the thousands it was more but more polished that american the 90s was very much all about the uk i feel it was very like because it was like you know oasis and all yeah, that kind of shit it was a mix it. of kind of like sportswear mm. with like you know your hair done with glitter and shit like that yeah yeah and then yeah. it was like Posh Spice was like the simple dress, the little black dress, yeah, and the like landing square girl. toe kind of strappy sandal. Yeah. She was the landing girl. Yeah, she was. It was it's just so iconic. But so what we're going to talk about today, Ernie, oh, yeah. is another iconic. Um, well, what's kind of turned into be this iconic pop culture, pop moment. culture, hugely famous show is Love Island, which is just coming around the corner. They just released the newest cast for the next season. Um. And obviously, it's it's going to be a huge year for mm. Love Island. It, it's been like, what, three years? I've never watched an episode of it. I know. Jenny's that girl who's like, what? Who are we talking about? I just zone out. I, do you know what it is? Like, I actually, I remember one year, some, it wasn't Love Island. I think it was Big Brother. And I was like, I'll try to watch it. My brain is just, I can't watch something every night. Like, if it's it, a lot. A show that's on every night, that's like an hour and... I just I find it so I think like you're, you're we and Lindsay always talk about this like the way you're wired with reality TV like my brain can't consume that British reality TV I find it like I just want to die and pull my Jenny's eyes Jenny's an American reality yeah now. I like Real I'm Housewives British one. yeah you like the British yeah I like yeah. Real Housewives that's what I like that's my vibe I'm like perfect per- and like, I like Vanderpump rules and shit like that and it's just like one episode like I can just do uh, I don't know I can't with the like I mean when people are like going home every night to watch Love Island I'm like guys but I mean no hate you know that way like For you're me, into it I into just it. what I I love a show that is like on the button that is like extracting mm. issues that like I mean that's what Love Island has done over the past few years like these episodes are coming out daily and then they're news the right next day and they're bringing Bringing up topics such as gaslighting, such mm-hmm. as cheating, such as, you know, girl code, all these yeah, things. So yeah. I really like that in terms of topically. And since, like, I first got into Big Brother from the first ever episode of Big Brother yeah. when they had chickens, like, and I was still in school, I remember being like, oh, what the f- what I loved, I loved Big Brother back in the day. I have to say, I did love, I watched, I can't remember what season I watched it up until, but I did fucks with Big Brother when I was younger, but I just kind of lost interest. But if I was to go back to one, if Big Brother was still done the way it was, Channel 4. I mean, you know, these things are very much of the moment. They yeah. are exceptional for a certain amount of mm, years. They true. were of the moment. You cannot recreate Big Brother as no. it was because it's just it, its own beast. It wasn't now. known. And it's the same with Love Island, unfortunately. Like, you know, when. Love Island first was on a couple of years ago. My sisters actually watched it. I didn't watch it. And um, who was in that? Josh Ritchie. You know, who's gone out with Charlotte Crosby. 
No. Charlotte from Jersey Oh, I know Shore. her. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know her fella. Her fella was on the first kind of revamp of Love Island. Because oh, Love yeah. Island was actually back in the 2000s where they did a celebrity Love Island. Oh. Shane Lynch was on it. Paul Denan. <laughs> Um, Sophie Anderton and it was iconic because Paul Denan was this like alcoholic with drug issues and he was like kicking off in the villa and Bianca Gascoigne Colin Best and they were all hooking up together oh it was exceptional. You can find it anywhere. It gets at the crack of my arse. I would love to rewatch it's that. Is it on ITV player or any of those I don't things? think so, no. It was years ago. Like, mm. it was years ago and it was just such an iconic fucking show. So then they revamped it to be like regular kind people. of... Yeah, with regular people. Um, So the first Love Island is great. I think you can you can find them online anyway. And then we had the second one, which was... And I, that's when it really was solidified. Was that last year? And that was two years ago. Okay. So, yeah, it's probably in its kind of fourth year. So it was solidified in the second installment, which mm. had Jess Sears. We had Olivia Buckland, Alex Bowes. We had... What was her name? She had a very square jaw. She was like a Miss World or Miss England. She was one of those mm-hmm. pageant girls. Mm-hmm. And she had sex on Love Island. And she lost her crown. So it was this big feminist oh, conversation. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, there's yeah. a really hilarious interview of her on Loose Women with the girl who got her crown. Oh, yeah. They're yes. kind of fighting. I've being, seen I that. wouldn't have taken it. I would not have taken it. <laughs> it's so gas. But these kind of things that are extracted from the show that just bring up other issues. Yeah, totally. Like, um, <clears throat> but yeah, that this because of that story in the media, of it got the, huge. Yeah, it really solidified the program as you know a big thing and then there was another huge moment where this guy uh terry walsh she was this fucking adonis like ride bag tattoos tall he was getting with this girl in love island they were official they were proper going out she got voted off the island next day a new babe comes in snogging her and then she gets re-brought into the villa they meet up she flings something at him it's Dawning, I was on the edge. Can you explain to me as someone who doesn't know the show what the prep like I don't get the off the island in the island, they're not in the villa, they're off in the villa. What's the premise? The premise is because I Sarah we were away. I was in England or in Spain for a family holiday with my sisters. Yeah. And it had just started um in uh, so we were away we had my sister's laptop and I'd never watched it and they were into it and they were like Lindsay you will love this I okay. fucking swear and I was like oh I don't know it's not really my thing and then so they described it I'll describe how they did so they were like basically first episode you're in there Caroline Flack Caroline Flack is in this stunning villa and there's I think it starts off with uh, females so there's like however many females in their bikinis their little sarongs they're sat they're stood in the pool okay so it's girls only at the start or yeah whatever. and yeah. what they do is they will bring in a guy. Mm-hmm. So she'll bring in a guy. He's like, right, I'm Tom, 25, fucking boxer. You know, he'll <laughs> yeah. like explain. And then if they're interested, the girls who want to be paired with him step forward. Okay. And then he chooses what girl he's interested in. <laughs> and then they have to sleep in the bed together. What? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> are you joking? Yeah. They're now a couple. They are a couple. They're paired together. Okay. So this and keeps happening where they bring in all these people until yeah. everyone's coupled off. Or yeah, something. and I think there's one left out. So one has That's not, oh, they have to she didn't Rob. get chosen. Yeah, so then <laughs> so then throughout the series more are coming in and then it's just this clash of like couples are breaking up. And when you get broken up you get kicked off or something, do you? Yeah, yeah you need to be in a couple. Okay, so there's never anyone not in a couple? There is, there's usually always one person. But they have to get with someone that if they aim, want to stay yeah, if they in want to the stay. show. Yeah. 
because the couples will vote for their favourite couples so obviously you're going to get kicked off and do they all live in the same house they all live in the same villa now what they did um, which I think I've heard rumours that they aren't going to do this year because it's actually kind of boring when these shows come out and they're kind of doing the same um, you know pattern every year it's kind of just like blah so what they did predictable or whatever yeah they made this like other villa um, halfway through the series so they get all the guys to move to this other villa and then they chuck in a load of fucking new gorgeous girls oh to God. test the relationships to see if their relationships in the first villa are strong enough and then like it's so gas that was an iconic night because like all the girls oh like, my god this is insane I know then they throw a load of guys in the other villa to test the relationships and then you're seeing <sighs> these couples be separated and like the girl is hoping that he doesn't cheat and then the guy is cheating and then they all rejoin. Do most of the guys cheat? A lot of the guys do cheat and then they come in hand in hand with the new girl and the other girl's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> like, it's just hilarious to see how fickle dating is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, uh, maybe I'll try watch it this year. For me, I don't like sitting, I don't have a good attention span with, television I don't really watch television so I'll watch it the next day on the player yeah. and just kind of skip through it's easy to skip through some shit okay okay maybe um, I'll do that they definitely could condense it into like a, a half hour it's as in like on a 25 for like months as well it's on for so long like I think three months the whole summer like. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I mean, you would. Like, they're literally in this fucking stunning villa so obviously but they're taking away that separate separate villa apparently oh. because of this whole new thing which we're going to get onto oh and yes, the yes. kind of mental health problems and stuff like that yeah. because that was really testing so obviously what they do like when there's the separate villas they'll like put in photos to the other villa of like say the men kissing and then the girls are like bawling writhing around crying like i mean could you imagine that i know it's that was it's the most testing, which is the most delicious thing to watch. However, it's also quite uncomfortable. Yeah, because like this is what we kind of want to get onto, you know, while talking about Love Island and kind of all um, reality TV shows. You know, there's just there's such a fine line between like, are you taking advantage of like, you know, a certain type of person, be that they really want fame, so they'll kind of do anything for it, mm-hmm. or are they kind of mentally unstable, or are they? really young like these kids on fucking Love Island are like 20 21 years old yeah like, I think the eldest is about 28 and that's an L bitch in oh, there yeah, in their I eyes that, like, I mean because there was a girl Laura Anderson <laughs> a girl Laura Anderson last year I think she was 29 and they're probably like, a fucking uh, L bitch she got berated online throughout 
<laughs> until randomly she became kind of the like show's darling because she handled herself really oh, well. Okay, okay. They were like, oh, why would he want to stay with that hag? Like, oh, oh this kind my of- god. Because like when you think of it, like you're in this house. Not only you you've been sequestered, so you haven't had your phone for like. I heard that they like get sequestered, they get put away for like two weeks before the show starts without their phones. Yeah. So you've no contact with your home. Like I'm just thinking of it like as you know. Imagine like you're in the early throes of it with someone, with a fella. Yeah. Imagine being like isolated, on camera. And also, like, your livelihood, in a sense, like, depends on staying with the person. So, like, when you're told you'll get something by doing something in this kind of, like, uh, environment, you'll probably do anything to stay with the person. You know, whether you like them or not. You're you're not living in the... It's not like you actually met them out and you're like, oh, my God, I really like them. You know, that way you're like, there's, a, there's, a, there's more on the table. Well, than- you always hear people um, in reality shows, whether it's, like, Big Brother or... Whatever, when it's in that kind of situation where you don't have your phone and you're trapped away in this home or villa or whatever, is that they always say, like, you don't understand how close you get to these people so quickly because you have no, you're like in this goldfish boat, like you are only with these people. 24-7. Yeah. And you have no, like, access to the outside world. You're living in this bubble and... It's only an experience that you share uniquely with the people who you were with in that moment. Yeah, and it's just I just think that you must, <clears throat> you know, you're you're not living in like like if you think of it in like regular dating, like say like you get with a guy and you're mad about him or whatever, and say like his girlfriend, like one of his friends, shows you a picture of him out with a girl, like. In the normal world, yeah, you'd be distraught, you'd be really sad, mm-hmm. but like you've got people that you know to bounce back off. You can leave, you can not see them for a while, yeah. you can remove yourself. And also, after a week or two, you'll kind of probably realize, oh, well, I probably wasn't that into him anyway. You know, you kind of get over it. But in this situation, there's so much on the line. Like, you know, even that you probably don't realize, you're probably also like convincing yourself you're mad about him because deep down in you, you also know that like your livelihood on the show depends on staying with the guy. So you kind of want to stay with yeah. the guy. And so it's a kick in the teeth. If it's they personal. Don't and as well, they all share the same bedroom. So it's a huge <laughs> big bedroom with all double beds. So say if you're getting with the guy, like it happened last year with Laura and um, Wes. How is it legal? <laughs> I know. It's mad. Laura and Wes were going out for three weeks, I think, which was long in that, in yeah. the scale of the show because like, Together every single day, day in, day out, kissing, like, and only just shagging, met. only just met on TV, only just met, <laughs> and then Megan came in, and Wes basically was Megan's the one her. who got all the work done. Wasn't yeah, it? Okay. yeah, she's probably the most famous from yeah. um, last year, and they're the ones we talked about about the strictly yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice. Okay, I'm, I'm catching on. I'm catching well, on. Really? <laughs> so he left Laura, the older woman, yeah. for Megan. Okay, and then they have to be in the bedroom. You have to be asleep. While your ex is shagging. now shagging someone in two beds up. Like, how could you handle that? Like... And it's on camera and being broadcast to all your friends and family And at home. you are aware that the media is having a field day. Like, I mean, almost every single girl who was in Love Island last year, sex videos of them were released. No. Yeah. You're joking. I saw a lot. Like, I saw... Revenge porn shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Like... Laura, Megan, Megan was a stripper, so she was the most, because in these shows, they love, it's like modern day pantomime, it's like, we love a villain, we love our favourite, we love the good girl, like, I mean, there's always, and they plant these type of personalities in for that reason. Oh yeah, of course. So, you know, and then we see the aftermath of how that's affected their mental health, in terms of like, say, um, Mike, we spoke about him 
On X Girls, I think, do we? I think it was X Girls, yeah. Obviously, he, like, so horrendously sad, like, killed himself. He commits suicide. And apparently, I don't think it's fully come out. I think he it was like spiraling debt, different stuff like yeah, that. Which is like, you know, chicken and the egg. You know, like, obviously, you know, if you were you know depressed or prone to depression beforehand like you never know how and celebrities always say this you never know how you're going to respond to like huge amounts of fame and these are pretty normal people who like you know in a sense normal you know I use that loosely enough but like in a sense that like a lot of them also I think definitely want to be famous because as you said Linz there's basically like a million followers waiting for every single one of these people yeah. when they get out of the villa there is a career on doing fuck all when yeah. you leave all you have to do is flog whatever products the guys are wearing their hair act clothing you know there's you just have to get a good agent who can get you as much work and there's and agents be, there who probably there's probably about three agencies that just snap them all up yeah just like grand and there's a pattern they're either going to be on um fucking dancing on ice or celebs go dating so there's like constant big wages there yeah. for them to just fall they into. become this new kind of phenomenon which is like this the professional reality TV kind of professional star. it gals when you think about it but it's, it's professional because like, no, it's not just gals it's professional reality TV like I remember I used to watch what was that show X on the Beach and you were when Megan McKenna was on it and then I watched another show and she was on that too yeah. I was like and then someone else came on that show who was on a different then Charlotte was on it I was like oh I know they're I can't all just, keep up you're all just on and a then circle there, and Megan was also on The Only Way is Essex yes yeah she did they just on get it. flogged around around it. They're, they're a workhorse yeah it's just like a little so let's talk about so the new thing that Love Island released that kind of was on um, I saw it on my Twitter moments which is when I was like oh this would be interesting talking the pod was that they've now released a new duty of care kind of mm-hmm. package with their stars so um they now are saying that people are gonna have to get psychologically evaluated before going into the home the home the home uh they're also gonna have to have like drug tests mm-hmm. uh for like i think for the entire uh audition process getting regularly drug tested to make sure they're not like using now and then you know because you can obviously clean your system out in like two weeks or whatever you okay. know so they've been drug tested for a while and then there's also this um duty of care thing which is like they every member will have contact with the production and like a psychiatrist I think they have they're gonna have therapy sessions while they're in the house or something and then for eight months after the show they have like contact direct contact with the TV show they're still basically under their care for eight months after the show and this has obviously all come out because of that guy Mike and Sophie Gordon Sophie Gordon who both they both they both commit suicide now Sophie Gordon was on um, the second series from what I remember Mm. she was she's the one who was bullied um, she she was like promiscuous in the fact that she like didn't give a fuck about having sex on TV like she did it in the freaking dressing room where like there was because they have sex in a weird way like if they put the blankets over them whatever they have these little ways but she was same in Jordan Shore remember they did that too yeah um, but then she was the first to she was bi and okay. a girl came on who was also bi and they had a fling so she was the first and only um, same sex kind of relationship which is really interesting she was really cool she was deadly and she um, there's a weird thing about something came out about her death that I think her because she was with this new guy she'd been seeing this guy forever long she killed herself and I think he killed himself only weeks after oh yes yes I do remember that and there was I saw in the papers a while ago that apparently the family think that he actually maybe had something to do with her death and it was staged to look like a suicide but you just wouldn't know Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. but Mike was 100% um, he committed suicide and it was shocking because 
if we're talking about like villain, he was definitely the villain okay. of his year. I remember seeing him come on TV because they do it like tomorrow. Oh yeah, these guys are coming into the villa. And me and Fiona were watching it in her room. I. We were like writhing around <laughs> the You fancy him so much. Oh my God. The man looked like Elvis Presley. <laughs> What's but his Greek. name? Mike Thalysis. Okay. I think that's how you say his second name. I mean, there will never be. He, I honestly think he's the most good looking man I've ever <laughs> fucking seen in my life. Really? Do you know what I think? No. I spread him on toast. He looks like Shane Lynch. He I mean, is a fu- Shane Lynch I bloody wish Shane Poxy Lynch He just kind of looks like him He looks like <laughs> An old bloody now, movie don't star. get me wrong He is He's gorgeous He looks I can see the Tom oh, Hardy Kind of he is like, I, like Fiona and I Were literally Writhing around Like he is So good Fucking <laughs> looking I can't cope And when he walked Into the villa like you could see every girl was like yeah like drop because what they do which I also fucking love the tactics of this they'll kind of put the like mediocre-ish looking people in first to get them paired up and then throughout the show they're putting hotter hotter, hotter hotter people so obviously that makes the couple stray more so when Mike came in everyone was like fuck off (laughs) and um, Chris Hemsworth who was going out with Olivia Atwood they um, were like kind of swapping and changing and all that kind of stuff um and he gave him the nickname Muggy Mike. So that then made him kind of the villain of the year. He was this Adonis. He he wasn't much of a personality. He was just this cool fucking deadly ride. Okay. Um, And yeah, so he was kind of the villain. So like he was then, Muggy Mike was his nickname Why in Muggy? the media. Because he was mugging people off. Yeah, because okay. he mugged Chris off because he fucking paired up with Olivia when they were together. Oh, okay. And in Love Island as well, what gets it so famous are these terms that come out so you're a mug you're a mug like they're used all these different sayings and phrases or whatever are used consistently which then just makes it an iconic kind of thing so for the media and stuff to what do you on. think of the duty of care thing um i mean in terms of reality shows i've heard that this that they screen people before like i remember hearing nikki graham from big brother say that she um cheated the whole thing yeah um, she hid the fact that she was in psychiatric care. Somehow, she I think she got people to fake that she worked in places and stuff like that. Mm. So she literally, I I don't think, I don't think you can ever prepare yourself to be locked away in a villa. So you, the last time that you like are in the real world, you're just a normal kind of person. Like yeah. you might have a few followers, but you're walking up and down the street, you're grand, you're in this villa secluded, you don't know what the fuck is going on being said about you, and you leave and you're boom, this hugely famous person mm. getting paparazzied, your intimate stories all over the papers. And you're away for fuck like if you if you last the whole show or like a good chunk of it, you're away for fucking ages. Like Yeah, like three to four months. It's like a lot it's a whole summer. A lot of shit can happen in that time. And but I do think it's good that they're giving them access to like therapists while they're in the villa now. I mean, I think it's crazy that they didn't have that before. There really, was different really crazy. conversations coming out about that, saying that like other member, other people who had been on the show said that they did feel that there was aftercare there. But I think, but I mean, care during the show is now what they're also having. I think there was also care during the show as well. Well, no, because this was the big thing that ITV released that okay. they said that now they will. I don't. I think, think there now was. it's mandatory. I think it maybe yeah. would have been accessible if right. you kind of requested it. Probably, but... probably that's probably it. As in, like it's mandatory now for them to actually. But I think personally, what we're going to see in the next few years is just the eradication of this kind of television. I don't think. I think with this PC culture, it's going to. It's not even PC. I mean, it's because it's not politically correct to be wanting to take care of someone's 
fucking No, life. but I think you know these shows are set up. Big Brother is set up to tantalise people's moods and create drama. Yeah. They're, they're so con- it's voyeuristic shows. Yeah. So the, even if you're thinking about the like separate villa, they want to make the drama. So they like the way that they'll bring in the better looking people. These are all like strategic um, plans. Like even if you look at Big Brother and the tasks, they would have these tasks that they would be up all night. Yeah. So they're yeah, sleep yeah. deprived. They are only eating sludge food. Yeah. So like you're underslept, you're starving so that makes you cranky and that makes fights and clashes and that makes good TV. So I think that's what's yeah. going to change. It's not about the aftercare or the care during the show. It's eradicating those kind of, um, the kind of voyeuristic behaviour of us enjoying seeing the downfall of other people because that's when it grabs attention. See, I, th- I just don't think, I think... Um, We've already seen Jeremy Kyle go off air. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't think that like, I don't, I personally, the whole PC thing, I think PC culture is kind of dying down a good bit. I think people are going so against it. I th- don't mm. think, I think there's a very small group of people who are probably still in power and that's why they're kind of getting away with it. But like, the public don't want that. The public don't want shows like Jeremy Kyle to be shut down and they definitely don't want reality no, TV to massive, be shut down. it's a massive, massive show. And but like, Love Island. the whole basis on reality tv is like we've had to constantly up the ante every year on every show everything's getting crazier it's getting wilder and the basis of reality tv show is getting like whether people want to admit or not but getting people who are living slightly mentally on the edge because like i don't know many people who are like you know kind of wired normally enough who would even consider going on one of those shows a good idea because everyone like you and i know that that must be mental but there are people out there who are just like, I'll be fucking laugh, won't it? Yeah. And they go on and they act like how they do. But like, I mean, I think um, there's just always going to be a moral kind of question around it. Because, you know, a lot of the reason why reality TV became so big was because of the writer's strike in TV. Because mm-hmm. the writer's strike happened, which was never resolved, still not resolved. Mm. Because what happened was they were making shows. That's why we had like Mad Men, The Sopranos, like all these incredible TV shows coming yeah. out. All of a sudden the writers were like, we're not fucking writing this shit anymore for whatever reason. And then the TV companies went, okay, fuck you. We're going to do reality TV. We're going to cast people off the streets and we're just going to have a plot and let them go to it. Mm-hmm. And it completely destroyed TV because then all we have you know, television is in like good shows that actually were exploring topics like, you know, like Sex and the City explored all these dating topics, yeah. Sopranos, Friends, like incredible Friends, shows. All these shows. Explored. Well, really, like I'm, if you're thinking as well in today's climate of like, they want to get these shows out quick. They don't have to, you know, they have to, now they're upping the ante of kind of doing the background searches and all this kind of stuff. Mm. But, you know, it's so easy money wise for them. Like oh, big brother I mean. people don't even I just get don't paid. Think I don't think it'll get taken off Airlines. The amount I think what, of money they make. See what I shit. think will happen you now since the Jeremy Kyle thing. I think the issue is the the delight why people love reality TV show yeah. is because the exploitation of these people. Totally, it gets like Big Brother died when it became routine and people knew how like predictable yeah because it was on for so long you could see the threads of who was getting big yeah um and so like if you're looking back at like iconic big brother people we have jade goody who had like numerous meltdowns in the house the normal people who like just kind of are chill in the show and aren't really they don't get anywhere yeah. in terms of like becoming a kind of big celebrity yeah um so we had jade goody we had nikki graham who obviously had like numerous meltdowns every single day in the house um we have pete burns who was also a troubled person so those people are quite interesting to watch 
it just it goes without saying do you know the way people yeah. who are maybe a bit unhinged we had Kinga shoving the wine bottle up her coochie like people who are doing outrageous and mm. in the voyeuristic quality and then same again with Love Island they are strategically doing these things to create this kind of exploitation of the people they wanted to see this breakdown this crying this mm. that is when well it's about pushing people to the edge yeah and it's the same with that celebrity get me out of here all those shows I mean even like Fear Factor back in the mm-hmm. day if you remember that show like it's about pushing people to the edge so that people get to this point of like emotional turmoil so they break down mm-hmm. and then people consume it at a high level and then you know they're obviously selling off ads so that's where I think it'll die in terms of because now they because last year the die in terms of like Love Island I don't think this will be a deadly season because so do you mean that you think that like it'll be start to become predictable and people won't care I about think it will just Island? be more restricted in terms of pushing people I think because the aftercare is one thing but I think the reason that they're not apparently not using the separate villa is it's because that so. created like that actually last year in the media the audience were kind of I think the audience found it distressing seeing people because the girls were believing say that they're I remember Danny who actually won the show Jenny Danny and Jack they separated the villas they were like the strongest couple in the in the show and then he went off to the new villa she stayed in the other and they poured in the new girls and one of them was his ex-girlfriend who he'd just been seeing before the show and then she got the photo of oh look Jack's ex is in the villa and then she was distraught crying for days thinking that her new guy is like kissing his ex mm. and none of the it had happened so they were taunting her kind of like yeah they wanted to make her think something was happening when yeah. it wasn't so the audience I remember that got bit, bit I do remember that yeah people um, were like you're bullying her and all that it was just shit. like you're just pushing people for no reason like mm. you're making up things and it's, you're poking the bear yeah you know the way in floods of tears and it just was kind of distressing being yeah but I so I think that's where the kind of like you think that's where Love Island will kind of die well now they've eradicated that yeah and that was one of the biggest pulls of the whole season is that moment. But then again, is it not like Big Brother? Like they didn't, I mean, I know they had the challenges and they would get taken their food away and there was mm. that really iconic, I loved, I think the last season of Big Brother I watched was the one where remember they made the boy side or the poor side and the rich side. Oh yeah, that, that was, was a great so one. Good. That was the Jade Goody one. Jade Goody, yeah. yeah. Like they do all these kind of things, but it was always That a bit was brilliant because so you could good. see the other side yeah. and they were eating. And they'd eat spam out of these like unmarked yeah. cans. I know. And isn't that the one where they gave the fake wine and they were like ah, they... that was Kinga no that oh that was, was where she that put the wine Kinga. over Pousse but um, crazy but um, you know they obviously always will push in taunts to a certain I mean even with the likes of like game shows like RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff you know they're always like you know what there's a surprise challenge you know that is part yeah. of mm-hmm. kind of what you sign up for that there will be moments where you're kind of spun through a loop and you have to react but like I guess I can I, can, I don't think it will kill the show though because you know they will always have an element of surprise in it, but I think the, the the kind of magic of reality TV is just throwing all these strangers in a house together and just seeing what the fuck happens, especially when you add in the thing of like sex. Like I that's know. just and always, couples. but then again, it's always a thing. I think you're right in the sense that if they brought it to that place and then they start taking it away, that's when people are like, oh fuck it, it's yeah. not that good. Because if they, they just kind of left it like Big Brother kind of style, maybe... Because like, like Big Brother died because they made the tasks used to be simple like that. Yeah. Like rich, poor side or just like, um, let me think of some of the tasks. They were, like they got too complicated. Mm. There was that task with the Pete Burns one um, where like it's just these mind fuckery games where like Chantel and Preston were like in this other room um, 
being able to drink and eat all these glam things and mm. like living the life while the other side of the house were like living off rations but they to win the tasks Chantel and Preston weren't able to tell that they were eating all that and uh, the others so were viewing them that was a really iconic moment okay because they were like the other house were looking at them yeah, yeah they were watching all this kind of stuff but I think to protect the mental health of the people they will probably not be able in time to maybe do those kind of things I don't know those I, kind of mindful career games I don't know see I think you sign you sign away mm. you know that way so you are willingly I don't see it changing as big like I mean celeb, uh, reality TV has been on now since like what when was the first Big Brother 2001 or something like 20 yeah. years mm-hmm. we've had of and then crazy crazy amounts of reality TV in the last like 10 12 years really like other than Big Brother you know so like I, I don't see it dying as because I still see people consuming it no matter what and really that's what drives the show fucking ITV or whoever putting on don't give a fuck about I would anything. say Jeremy Cobb will have to come back Jeremy Cobb will, what will happen is he'll get put on another TV station or he'll do yeah. YouTube or something and probably make way more money you know that way was like Jeremy Kyle Jeremy Kyle was it a suicide it was a suicide and it was just I think days after the show didn't even air but apparently it was this um, it was a man who was with a girl and they went on for lie detector tests um, for him cheating he failed the thing about Jeremy Kyle is that they use the lie detector test when that is not even a 100% valid form of deciding if someone is... It's not even admissible in court. Yeah, so... But Jeremy Kyle, anytime I've watched that show, he's like, you're liar. Like, he will go yeah. by... He, like, it's... He Which is... That's his, you know, his method. Maury's the same, you know, that way. Mm. Like, they're always like, you failed the test, you know? It's... And then a lot of past people on Jeremy Kyle came out and said how it had affected their life. Now... It's a toss up for me because it's like a lot of the time the people coming on the show are quite affected. Like they are unemployed. Like it's it's also you went on the show. Yeah. And the show's been like around. The show didn't so find long. you and beg you to come do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now obviously Well apparently so there sad. was something like that. Apparently they do Scout. Yeah, they scout okay. and they kinda of lure it in. Okay, like they okay. know how to like get them to come. Do you know okay, what I mean? Like they're yeah. giving them they're paying for everything. They're like these are people who are like a lot of the time you know quite poverty you know in England mm. like the dole is like you are poor mm-hmm. um, but I think it was just that the fact that Jeremy Kyle does taunt his guests and it is quite like I mean even the fact that there's a live audience there now we've seen this with loads of shows like Maury and Jerry Springer Jerry Springer and all these. but then again I think there was just always the more real aspect because you know Jerry Springer was also came out there was largely actors yeah and, and Jerry Springer was also it was just like so ridiculous like it was like Jerry yeah it was never really as personal as Jeremy Kyle gets. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I've never really watched Jeremy Kyle, but like... Um, I mean, it's very grim clips. TV. Yeah, it's so grim. But like, I mean, I guess for me, it's just like... I mean, I understand it and I actually, I empathise with it as in like, you know... Because for me, it's just like, it's either all of it or nothing. You know, mm-hmm. cause you can't pick and choose. Um, you can't say, oh, well, we can have RuPaul's Drag Race, but we can't have Love Island because that's bad. But then you can yeah. start to pick apart on any reality TV Well, that's show. why I find it strange um, with... Jeremy Kyle on Love Island because you mm. know if we're thinking of talking suicide we yeah. have Mike and Sophie who've committed suicide after Love Island has only been on this is his fourth year yeah. Jeremy Kyle has been running I'd say over a decade and there was a suicide there but you know and obviously any suicide God forbid is horrendous and you know should should have been avoidable and you know we wish obviously that that could be an avoidable thing mm-hmm. but you know you also kind of 
like if Je- was Jeremy even. Kyle more so not responding to a, a situation that had already happened whereas you could totally look at the two Love Island suicides and be like maybe they were more because of the, sh- the show's impact yeah. on the people because if you were looking like the guy um, from Jeremy Kyle I mean he had a, not got contact with his children he had broken up with his relationship and was living in like you know he'd been kicked out of his house and living with friends so mm. there was like a lot going on that was quite distressing for his life like I think he, he needed had more as well. support than a support from a TV show yeah Whereas so like, to tra- if you're tracing back like a suicide maybe that was yeah. the had something to do with it but it obviously I mean it's absolutely horrendous either way but like it's just it's interesting to see as you said the double kind of standard of like where does duty of care I mean why did Jeremy Kyle's show not be able to release their duty of care and what yeah. I would think would be is because Primetime TV They didn't even air the, um, the show I, I would think it's probably Money driven Now obviously Jeremy Kyle's a huge show And they probably make Quite a lot of money For whatever channel it's on But like I'd say Love Island makes way more Love Island way makes more. way more And Love Island is careful as well With in terms of like alcohol They are only allowed I think two drinks If there's like a party Like you, they don't get drunk and stuff Yeah yeah, um, yeah. A lot of shows are like that now Like which happens on Big Brother They do get drunk Which is yeah. stunning viewing Um but Love Island, I feel if you like compare it to Jeremy Kyle, like Jeremy Kyle, Jeremy Kyle guests don't get Anything. this level of fame as mm. Love Islanders. Like Love Islanders, I mean, you see that girl Megan since she's left the villa, you can tell it's affecting her mental health Do you think a lot. So? Mm. Her appearance has changed. She's definitely still like. I mean, you see every single Geordie Shore girl; mm. their faces oh are God. like they're. Bodies and faces are fucked. They're on the point of they're like, like and like you know, obviously disclaimer. Lindsay and I are like all for doing whatever the fuck you want, but like there's definitely a line of you see where like you're like you're not even doing this because it's something you want anymore. You're just like self mutilating, like hacking away at it's your. It's just this weird norm. Like I mean, there was a photo Holly Hagen put up the other day. It's like Holly from Jordy Shore. Mm-hmm. Charlotte and they, and she captioned it something fan, like when we all yeah she captioned it something like when you all have the same surgeon lol like they all look basically the same and it's and it's as well like of course like you know I have Botox we like I'm you know yeah I would no. I want to continue getting shit I'll like I'm not con- you know, I'm whatever. not judging them for getting anything changed but sometimes like there is always a line I think with those things where especially when you see someone exactly like you were saying Lynn's like they come from a show they've been spurred into huge fame the Geordie Shores were kind of the first ones like that that they got fucking huge, huge. like they're like, all still living than Jersey Shore show. like oh all, yeah 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 you know and they're like as I said kind of the first people that I kind of noticed being like professional reality TV guests mm-hmm. <laughs> just on any old show so you know then you kind of go okay when did they start getting all this work and when did the work start to get really intense because that's what yeah they were like 20 whatever when they were twenty started the show they got a few lips here or there yeah. it was normal enough but it was when the show ended it started to get crazy when they crazy. yeah when they really got their money fame when social media and influencing were, became a big thing and when they were like in the paper every day yeah. followed around by paps so then their image is such a huge priority like and we're just seeing it with like I mean it's just like I can't deny like it's just terrible surgery you know, know like you look is. at their Kardashians and like you know they have so much work done yeah but it's they really look good <laughs> incredible like yeah. but as well with social media like a lot of the Geordie Shore girls are doing it for free they're going off to Turkey they're yeah. doing like they're getting their free bum lifts they're free this uh, like it's more like are you getting it because it's free do you like yeah. which is strange as well because they definitely have the money to 
it's so bizarre but it sets this preset but also kind of expectation that they have because they probably get so much shit for free then when you once you get something done for free I mean you know it but then it also is like content mm. so and like, it gets them in the papers it gets them in the papers it gets the attention to their social media if they are putting up like like Holly Hagen got her smile lines you know from your nose like she got them filled out and she just honestly it changed her face so no much way. like and they pro- it's probably just done badly because I've seen people with that done they look good you know that way yeah. you can get it done well if you pay the money but obviously it's just like going to these back it's alley it's such a weird thing because it's like first of all you look so terrible I can't like uh, it's just so Chloe Ferry put up like I mean her body is just so mutilated like she has arse plants you can see all these punctured things where obviously they've gone in to push the to pump the fat in then she has like these you know liposuction scars yeah all, all over that. her belly her belly's all rippled from liposuction then she has this wig down to her waist so much tan on tits and then she's vlogging this like tiny bikini and it's like who is buying that you look absurd you look so absurd yeah. she's wearing like a size 8 bikini on these huge big tits and then you see people like Charlotte Crosby getting her 18th nose job her nose looks pinched like it her looks nose like she, she looks like Michael Jackson like she just can't I just I find it totally it, ruined and her face. it's so sad like when you look back on old pictures of them she I'm was like, gorgeous she when was, she got her lips done but she was gorgeous I think when she was first in the show and she had nothing done I thought she was fab yeah like, same with Marnie 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 oh, was like that's the, most the biggest contrast she was so gorgeous she was like long natural hair gorgeous face normal regular like she, she looks, had naturally big lips stunning nose and now she literally looks like an avatar it's mental it's so sad and Imagine being like that. Imagine being gorge and just making yourself ungorge. Because you're and then it's you so have to rare to be naturally go. And she was naturally beautiful. Like she looked like a little Italian fucking. Like she was just she was gorgeous. Stunning. She was like the kind of gal in school that every fucking lad would fancy. Yeah, she was like that kind of one that's kind of like a really good looking ten year old. You know when they're like really tan. And, and it's been only a few around. years ago because I remember she was on Big Brother. Um, a few years ago and she she had had work done then yeah. but she still looked like oh I remember seeing a picture of her and I was like that's Marnie no, so she, she was always the one that I was like she won't get anything done because she's a ride it looks like she's gotten all stuff to her face yeah she's got like cheek implants and, and chin implants they're getting these chin implants that literally make them look like they have such a masculine shaped face mm, and it's meant to do the opposite if it's done well I don't understand like it's just mad and then you're seeing people like Chloe Ferry she was like once on Instagram she was like bandaged up whatever she'd got and she's like now are you happy? Like to her followers because she was like you because they are getting so much hate and abuse on there. Was she on Love Island? Chloe no Chloe Ferry was on Geordie Shore. Uh, oh your woman. Oh yeah. She looks mental. Just, oh no mental, 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 mental. I mean she I don't know how she never looks normal. No. And it's the scary thing is like she's I think 23. Yeah. Oh, so you so have young. made these huge big decisions. And your face lifelong change. decisions. I look so different than when I was 23. I My know. whole face changed. Like if you look back on pictures of me, I'm like... Uh-huh. My face dropped. Like when I was like 21 to 23, like my face was puppy fat. It was oh, way circular. Girls hold their puppy fat for way longer too. Like yeah. when I look back at all pictures of me and you when we were younger, I'm like, we had such little chubby little round faces. Like Our whole faces. My like, face only kind of came into my face now around 26, 27. Yeah. It's gotten like longer and more... Yeah. I don't know how, but just it's just no kind of drops. Yeah. yeah, it just it does drop. Yeah, it's kind of the right word for it. But it's like, really crazy. it's just scary to think if I had made those decisions at twenty three, that yeah. then you have to now live your whole life with that face. And, and not even like the you know even if you bring it out in the broader kind of thing of like having 
getting thrust into huge thrust into a huge amount of fame uh, and then having access to such a large amount of money mm. at 22, 23 like I mean we've seen it with like child stars and they're used to it so imagine if you're just a normal girl Chloe from Newcastle or wherever yeah. the fuck you're from and all of a sudden you come out from this villa which was probably a traumatic you know if we're talking the Love Island sense a tra- or if it's Geordie Shore whatever yeah. you're in a kind of quite emotionally traumatic environment mm-hmm. even if you got on well in it it's still like ah, yeah. you know and now you're centre of attention and you also have this huge pressure to keep the stardom going because yeah. you probably have agents in your ear being like okay come on let's hit the ground running and it's a competitive thing totally. because I mean who doesn't want to get like as much money as possible if yeah when you're you know strike while the iron is hot exactly you know like it's Damn. so interesting and it's just it this mad thing it's just scary to see because we're just seeing it constantly like how what the fuck is going on with their mental health if every single fucking person from Geordie Shore looks like that like not one maybe Vicky Pattinson but is, she got the eating disorder did she Vicky Pattinson yeah didn't she like lose oh, all the yeah, weight yeah, and yeah. then she was like now she's come out and she's like oh my god I was because she was like not the fitness girl but yeah. it actually came out that she was she was she was doing the fitness stuff and she was doing all the bodybuilding but then it gave her like she was like oh I, you know she basically used it that then as an excuse but she was like because she could put on loads of weight on the show well that's what happened they were on the show for however many months and you're obviously drinking 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 and, and this eating kebabs a few seasons they yeah. were on for like three seasons so they all put on like all a lot of weight like Charlotte was big. big Vicky Pattinson was big and they were little tiny things at the start you know that way so it's like but then actually there's another thing that happens with them um, Big Brother Stars as well it happened with Chanel Hayes who was on like years ago she they put on weight purposely get photographed oh, yeah. on the beach so they'll put themselves out there like that willingly get photographed on the beach and then like you can see it people are like oh waiting for the DVD to come they'll drop it and then they'll release the DVD because they'll have that before picture of them being huge it's fucking mental to even put your body through that is mental so bad for you like oh my god I'm like yeah that's I mean you're with Vicky she was like oh I think she struggles with fucking anorexia now because she had this like I mean it's crazy and even in terms of like she's trying to get like a normal life like she was engaged for a Mm. while and they don't like who would you how would you know who to trust people like people want to get on the show you have this like insane wealth like it's it's crazy it's so mad like because when I first started watching Big Brother it was the joy of watching it from in that kind of day when it was kind of first out was that we didn't they the people were going on were the purest mm. in terms of like reality star they were not going on with any intentions of being famous it mm. was purely it was kind of set up as an experiment like a human experiment like you know putting them in a house what's totally. going to happen but these people weren't like fame seekers so now we have people coming on to reality shows whether it's RuPaul or oh yeah drag race it's like that I mean like everyone's always like I missed it when it was like it was a certain year I think it was around like 2000 and season 4 or 5 2000 14 13 I guess it was so good because it was only on on logo in America so like I had a way smaller distribution so even when you came out you did get big and stuff like that but it was still like quite like it wasn't guaranteed it was something kind of no it wasn't guaranteed and it was still something quite humble about it because it was like Mm -hmm. yay we're celebrating our little corner of weird world yeah but now it's literally you go into drag race and every single drag queen who gets on the show has the ability to make a career out now, which is great, mm-hmm. fucking deadly. But you always have to ask, 
who is that attracting on the show now? And now it brings a different type. Now of they're trying to, the to cast, starting to cast people on the show who already have like three hundred thousand followers. Yeah, and then it's kind of like, how are they supposed to? Com- how's the person from you know, Louisiana with one thousand followers meant to compete with this yeah. person who's already a kind of well-established Bit of a celebrity, yeah, in like, their own right? And it's also bore. It's way nicer to watch people, normal people, mm. because I think like the general public can connect way more with people who are just regular schmegular people like I mean this season on Love Island like apparently a lot of them they have one girl on who was linked to a One Directioner they had that like they're kind of bringing on like even the fact that Danny Dyer was Danny Dyer's daughter they have like kind of mini celebrities anyway like influencer people because when they're in the house they like their friends and family are manning their social media and the thing is is that like helps promote the show and everything and the thing is is that like Unfortunately, I think it just gets to a point with TV shows where there's a point of no return. Like they could never go back on RuPaul's Drag Race and only, you know, because it, the premise of the show now is that you will get hugely famous. It's on VH1, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You're worldwide now. Yeah. It's not just America. It's not even just like the queer circle of America. It's like not even just full America. Oh, straight man are watching it. It's, oh, like everyone's watching it. It's on Netflix. It's at the push of a button. It's on anywhere you want to watch it, you know? So, and it's the same with Love Island. It's like it's got to this point now where. Even if you were, dare I say, a regular person, we saw it in the end of Big Brother, regular people were going on, but you could tell by the way that they were acting, they were acting to try and gain as much airtime. Mm. Playing up to the camera. Yeah, playing up to the cameras. So not, you weren't seeing this genuine, like that was what was so great about the first few yeah. years of Big Brother. You were literally just, it was like watching it was an people experiment, live. experiment, like human experiment. Because they didn't know. They were in the house and they obviously didn't know what that was it was happen. gotten, it had gotten so huge outside. Bad. But they thought it was going, they didn't know it was going to be big at all. Mental. Okay, well, that's about it for the moment, I think. Yeah, but maybe we'll try and get Jenny to watch it. Yeah, so. I'll try watch it. Um, I might not watch every episode, but I will try watch them. You don't need to watch every episode. Okay, cool. I didn't last year because it is a lot. It's so much time. And like. if you miss three days, what are you going to do? Sit down for like four yeah, like, hours? Okay. It is lovely when you're hungover. Oh, I'd say it's a fab. Hung- yeah. And look, I do love a bit of reality TV. I'm not a reality snob. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no, I know. No, that. I, I love reality TV. So maybe I'll watch my girls. Let us know when you think of Love Island and the morals and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Nice, nice. Are you going to be watching or do you hate it? Do you hate it? Let us know and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.